acting books. Actually, before I even get to Esther and Ruth, and wow, what incredible stories. I want to start with the story of Lot. Is anybody familiar with the story of Lot in Genesis? You are? That's so great. Here's the thing. I have no idea how this attunes to feminism or how I'm supposed to be a woman, but wow, it sure talks about women in an amazing way. So uh, Sodom and Gomorrah are kind of like San Francisco, but like old timey, right? Like they're like lighting candles and like having butt sex all the time. And they're like, oh, they're like lube, spit in your butt. Oh! And so these angels come down because God is like, uh-uh, I'm not doing it anymore. There's one family, Lot. He is totally righteous and awesome. So he sends these two angels to go visit Lot. And the men, the people, all the people in the city are like knocking down his doors like, we want to fuck those guys. And he's like, you know what? No, I'm going to give you my daughters. So he sends his two daughters out and God is like I am pleased you didn't have them rape the angels your family gets to be saved but at the same time his daughters are being violated by the whole town <laughs> thanks God so then they're like let's leave let's pack up our shit and they're like don't look back when we destroy it with hell and brimstone it's going to be like the best firework display ever but don't turn around so he and his two daughters and his wife are running and his wife turns back and turns into a pillar of salt somehow meaning remembrance or something about thinking about how she was really lustful I'm not sure what the Bible really means on this one not sure but what I do know is that she's a pillar of salt. And so the two daughters take the dad up into the caves and they think they're the only Jews left in creation. So what do they do? They get their dad fucking wasted and then they fuck him so that they can have babies from their dad because they need to keep the whole Jewish race going. This is in the Bible and I don't know what it means for feminism. But I do know it means something. <laughs> it seems kind of like America right now. Uh, uh, no, I have no idea how those two things go together. Except that God hates women. <laughs> so there's two other books in the Bible, Esther and Ruth. And wow, Esther, what an amazing story. She saves the whole Jewish people. How? A hot rack and doesn't look Jewy. Absolutely. Her name was Hadassah. They changed it to Esther. Her parents were dead. Her uncle sold her to like a king because she was hot and didn't look Jewy. So great. Not great at puzzles. Not super clever. Hot rack. Not Jewy. Uh, and then the story of Esther, or Ruth. She's great. She's a Sumerian woman, I think, or Syria. I don't know, somewhere over there. And gets married to a Jew. Isn't that nice? And then they, he dies. And then the mother-in-law's like, let's go back to Israel. I can't go on my own. And she's like, okay, I'll go with you. And she's like, oh, it's a beautiful story of love. And she's like, hey, go fuck the old guy, the rich one, the fat rich one. And she's like, oh, okay. And she lays at the feet of Boaz for three days, which like in the Bible is like, oh, oh I think they were getting it on. And then there's a whole verse where the guy is like, I am old and fat. Why not marry one of my younger brethren? And she's like, because I listened to my mother-in-law and married the old rich fat dude. So what do we learn from the Bible? Hot rack, don't look chewy. Listen to your mother-in-law all the time. And um, something about letting your daughters get raped by the town. I'm not sure like how God is involved in that. And uh, okay, so those were the jokes I wanted to tell about the Bible. Yay! <laughs> My question is, it's too much Bible all at once. Yeah, because people aren't interested, and there's, I have to give too much. Like, I try to give just enough background, but we get lost. The lot thing, I need actual I mean, I think the thing is funny enough on its own, just because it's like, this is, I'm telling the actual story that's in the Bible, and I think that's funny, but it's too much exposition. Yeah? Everyone's just shaking their head. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I think if you could do, like, a seven-minute set on Lot, because 
that story in itself is funny. Right. So, yeah, trying to pack it all together is impossible. It's just too much exposition and... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, but so I'm, but I'm, 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 I'm straight on with it. But and but you weren't even interested, and you know about the Bible. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. Well, I, stories, I have other stories just like kind of insane because it's like they want to rape men and then they're like, no, rape my daughters. And that's at the time what was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so, yeah, I'm, I've been trying to make that funny for a while and I just kind of by telling the story, but the, the Esther and Ruth thing I used to have is a much longer thing, but I just compacted it because I'm concerned about giving too much history. And if it's enough history, but if it's not funny, I mean, I have all kinds of other things to talk about, about feminism. I'm just trying to like do the, I just, I happen to have a lot of biblical knowledge, so I like to use it. Right. I know the Bible gets boring too. No one wants a sermon. I mean, <laughs> even when you go to church, you still don't want a sermon. You like want your pastor to be humorous <laughs> or whatever. I don't, I haven't been to church in a long fucking time. I have no idea what that's about. Okay. Well, thanks guys. Yay. <laughs> All right, your next comedian. Uh, it is hard to read his first name, but I'm going to try it. Uh, Arjula Shanker! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> is that one free? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I always feel bad uh, whenever I go to these open mics. They'll get to my name, and it's like just like a deer in headlights. They're like... Uh, just startled almost having pronounced it no it's uh, it's Aditya Shankar um, but I'll, I'll put it in um, no so you guys probably already heard all this stuff but I'm gonna I'm still trying to work out kinks so I'm gonna go for it uh, I feel like everyone around here I guess in general is really trying to maximize their productivity these days right like people don't want to be wasting any time whatsoever should always be conquering the world which is why I don't really understand all the animosity towards Muni right like do you realize how much you can get done on a three-stop muni ride it's like i watch a season of the wire teach myself mandarin and then forget mandarin before i get to work every morning right <laughs> like the other day between powell and montgomery i saw a receding hairline and it's not like i saw a guy with the receding hairline i literally saw that hairline take a step back you know if physically aging on your commute every morning isn't productivity, then I don't know what is, right? I mean, you can just check that box off for the day. Aging, done. No. And like when you're on there, you can always see, you can always kind of tell who reads those productivity, like self-help books, right? Because it'll be just the go-getter just taking his morning dump on the train, right? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, that guy is not wasting any time, right? And if you guys have never been on Muni with someone taking a dump, then you've never been on Muni before. Yeah. 
I feel like Garfield established this real misconception that Mondays are the worst day of the week, right? Uh, and I gotta respectfully disagree with our 20th president on this one, right? Like, Mondays aren't that bad. Wednesdays are the hardest day of the week, right? Monday and Tuesday, you're, basically every other day of the week, your conversation topics with your coworkers are just scripted, right? You've got like, oh, how was your weekend? Oh, any plans this weekend? And then Wednesday arrives and it's like an improv class. It's like, uh, uh, um, and then you start talking about like the current events, right? Like the fact that it's Wednesday. It's like, uh, can't believe it's Wednesday already. And I'm like, I mean, I can't believe they're making a Toy Story 4. I can't believe Jay-Z did that to Beyonce, and I certainly can't believe it's not butter. But the fact that it's Wednesday is not the craziest thing I've heard this week, you know? But I'm being harsh, I'm being harsh. Like, on Wednesday, your coworkers will also really open up to you about their like deepest feelings and emotions, right? I'll be like, it feels like a Friday to me, you know? And now that it feels like a Friday, you can get back on script, right? So, any plans this weekend? <laughs> um, I feel like everyone's into dating apps these days as well, right? And my thing is, I don't feel that strongly about any of them, you know? I mean, I like Twitter as a friend, but I don't know if I'm ready to take that relationship to the next level, you know? Like, let's take things, like, take things slow. No, I did get on a couple of dating apps recently, and it, uh, it's been tough because my friends were like, you really want to be transparent on there, right? Be, be true to yourself. And so I put on there, not monogamous. Uh, and I was like, because I mean, you got to be ogamous to at least be monogamous, right? Like you can't be like, there's like, if you're not like, uh, what's like, what's zero gamous or whatever? Non-gamous? I don't even know if I'm using the roots correctly. But yeah. It also might have something to do with like, I also, my, and then my friends were like, oh, you want to have really good photos on there. Make sure there's no, uh, like other people aren't in your photos, right? So I replaced all my photos with images of the mystery box from Mario Kart. Uh, and I was like, well, this will be better, right? Because now it's like, the girl's like, please be a blue shell. Please be a blue shell. Anytime they see my profile, right? All right, I think that's all, all I got, guys. Thanks a lot. Aditya Shankar! Comments, comments, comments! Comments! That was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, so the, the product of the pooping joke is super funny. And then the first joke where it's like the three-stop thing where you say about the Muni. But then the, the, the receding hairline is just the same joke. Uh, Again, though, right? Because it's it's that it takes a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that is hyperbole, which is a thing that people do. So that's a you know, it's a reasonable strategy. It didn't. My personal opinion is it did not connect with me. But that was you know how long? I don't, is it, how long have you been doing stand up for? Like, like four months. That, yeah, you're really. That's really like I didn't write a good joke for like six months. So like this is that's quite impressive. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> And it's funny when you talk about someone's receding hairline because you have so much hair that, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it'll idea. never, <laughs> your hairline will never recede. So the concept that you're actually even looking at it on someone else, like, this is a problem you don't and will never have. <laughs> like, you're not even, you have a big, full hair. So is it like, as in like, it's... Like in is it in like insensitive to people with the well, hair? Well, I mean, it's almost that? like oh. it's almost like you're <laughs> punching. It's, it's like you're punching down, but you don't even know it because it's oh, like those okay. poor guys that have receding hairline. Interesting. But like, you have a lot of hair. Like, yeah, I never even thought thick, about that. Thick, luscious, you know, locks. <laughs> okay, okay. 
Yeah, I, I thought that the uh, um, the coworker conversation, the scripted conversation with coworkers, is like that's a great premise. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, um, like, uh, like I was, just, I was like, fuck, why didn't I think of that? Like, that's re- that's great. I was actually hoping for like something like maybe like a dialogue or something like a like a an actual co- not an actual, but like some kind of conversation, like some something kind of mean in that particular. Dynamic. I don't know why I, I want. Yeah, something I, I also have this thing where I'm like, you just say, "Oh, how was your weekend?" As you nod along without listening. Kind right, of I've tried that. And yeah. when you get to Wednesday, you can pick up like something else. Like, did you see that cat video on you? <laughs> like, like Wednesday, right. all you can do is like talk about cats or right. unicorn or, poo. Like, right. what dumb banal thing do you pull out of the internet to wave in your? colleague's face on a Wednesday right, but then right. you get to the Friday it's like a Friday and then like yeah. that's funny because it's just that whole cycle but right. I'd put something in there that's just mundane like that everyone loves like the puppy live feed or right. you know yeah, like ca- something about cats cool yeah awesome. awesome thanks thanks so much everyone clap your hands together everybody for Itchia Shankar We're all about rock blocks tonight. We got an Indian rock block, but I know how to pronounce his name. Clap your hands together for Arjun Banerjee. That's right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Here, what? I was diagnosed as bipolar recently, and it took... I've been going to therapy... Oh, you put the dollar, two dollars in? Okay. Alrighty then. This better be worth two dollars, you guys. So laugh really loud, even if you don't like it. Uh-huh, um, anyway, so I was diagnosed with bipolar. I've been going to therapy for about a year and a half, and I think it took my therapist so long to realize I was bipolar uh, because I would often go in and be like, oh, I'm sad, or ah, oh, my parents. But I never went and was like, ah, oh, you know, Doc, sometimes I'm just really, really happy. Yeah. <laughs> Never got to the mania part of that. That took a while for me to really reveal and like open up and like, you know, I'm happy sometimes. Can we fix that? Um, the thing is though, so I am going to have to go on mood stabilizers. And what mood stabilizers are is it's paying someone $200 a month to always feel like you just ate at Denny's. Um, but uh, I would say, I, what I, I did say, like, oh, Doc, I'm happy, but that's not quite it. It's like, what if someone were just, ran- were just at, like, random intervals blow cocaine into your face? Um, and for a while, I just thought that was the normal human experience. But I have recently learned that people have to buy cocaine to get that. Um, but then they get to choose when to do it. So I'm not a, I'm not a, but no, it's, it's, it's not fun. I like when I'm depressed, I'm like, man, I want to kill myself. And then when I'm manic, I'm like, man, I want to kill myself, but on a skateboard. (laughs) You know, it's like, ah, ooh, what have I killed myself? Anyways, um, what are my other jokes about that? Here's an unrelated joke that makes me deeply unlikable. Um, I dealt, I dealt with a lot of bullying in high school because I bullied a lot of kids. Um, uh, okay, see? Anyways, no, but my therapist, my therapist also, also, he also di- diagnosed me as a, uh, he said I was a narcissist, which means a doctor got to know me, looked at me, and then diagnosed me as an asshole. <laughs> I have the met the collective wisdom of 3000 years of western medicine was like yo dude you suck. So that's something interesting. Um you guys ever worry I when I'm is that the end of my what is it? Is that the end of my oh 
Oh, here's one. No, but recently I've not been suicidal, but what is it when you want to attempt suicide and then survive for the attention? I'm whatever that is. Okay, well, that's the end of those uh, mental health jokes. So that's going to get much more mundane. So we good? You guys ever, when I'm at the gym, I'm always worried people are judging me because I am judging the fuck out of everyone there. Oh, thought that was, do, do you guys not do that? Is that a me thing? No, right? Because everyone's weird. Like, I see your made up exercises. That's, okay. I thought that would be good. Um, what else? No, I'm not going to do that joke. Oh, you know what I saw? I recently, I actually, my mom died when I was really young. Uh, she, I was like three, and so I, I didn't really remember what she looks like. And I recently saw a picture of her for like the first time in a really long time. I was like, damn, I'm really hot for what I was given to work with. Because uh -huh. she looked like a goblin. Uh -huh. Just a big old uggo. Uh, but I, you know, I'm a solid, solid hottie. Okay, I'm done. Uh -huh. Arjun, you get to stay up there. Stay up there. No, no, no. It's okay. We have time. Uh, so, we definitely have time. so first of all, uh, what you were—the technical term—is suicidal ideation, Ugh. and it's pronounced weird. It's not idealization, but it's suicidal ideation, and it's thinking about suicide because you want to have it turn out in this sort of idealized way that you. I feel like you can call back to narcissism a bunch of times at the end with all of those jokes where you're like, I'm better looking and my mom's a troll. That I'm a narcissist. I feel like you can call back to narcissism a lot. And I applaud you for doing more personal stuff. Um, you always, you said you always ate at Denny's and I don't get it because it's good because it makes you feel full. I don't understand why the Denny's line is, I don't understand what Denny's is to you. I need like a qualifier there. I, well, is it because it's two, three, or four dollars and you well, can eat? Or? I guess the idea is that it's like a mediocre restaurant, yeah. and so when you eat there, you feel like, like just very fine. You know, you, you know, when I, you go to Denny's, it's just like, oh, okay, and then you leave. So it, but oh, right. So I didn't understand how that had to do with happiness because I was like, and then you said cocaine buys, and I was like, what? And then I was like, well, maybe when you buy the cocaine, you do it in the bathroom at Denny's. Maybe that's why Denny's can be fun. I was just confused. I didn't know what was going on there. Uh, oh, okay. But then also the skateboarder joke was great about. All right. That was very funny. Yeah. I was going to say, um, oh, I have a couple, I have a couple notes. Uh, one, <laughs> have you, you know how some people will have like a catchphrase? I oh, think yeah. you should just like <laughs> once, probably every two or three minutes in your set. Well, if you're doing an hour, like once every two or three minutes, uh, you just say, I'm a narcissist. <laughs> just like that. I feel like all my jokes essentially say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I feel like that's the theme of there my personality. Yeah, but the, um, but the, uh, the reason the gym joke didn't work is it had the same structure as the bullying joke. And so there ah. wasn't a misdirect there. Um, I fucking love the bipolar joke. That first one was so goddamn good. Did you just write that? Or have you been working? I wrote that on Monday. That shit's... I got my diagnosis on Monday. There we go. But no, that shit's... It's fucking hilarious. But um, like on a serious note though, like... Um, Don't do a serious note in front of everyone. Well, no, it's... it's like it's fine we've you weren't here earlier we had some okay. serious notes um but you don't you honestly don't need any one joke to be deeply unlikable <laughs> okay? oh that's like, so sweet funny. yeah that is oh. no, uh, it's you oh. just you Ooh, have it you were gonna say something about like oh it was great it's not it's chill dog okay 
I just want to say, Arjun, like I've seen you do comedy for a long time, but I just want to let you know, I actually really enjoy your stage presence now. Oh, oh, now, hell yeah! Ah! Hey, I, who says you practice? Used to be you you worked, you worked your way like, fucking ow. into it, man. You used to be nervousy and kind of shit, and then you look yeah. so much more relaxed. Like you don't give two fucks about what any of these dickheads have to say to you and what about that you. That is not accurate. I all. <laughs> it's what I you, value all of your opinions. No, 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 no. It's oh. what you, I'm saying. It's what you look like. It's not what you might feel like. Okay. But you certainly have the uh, the swagger for for uh, like a for professional a much comedian. more attractive Indian. And I think no, it's kidding, really, good. really good. Looking, you're really good looking. I know he hates everything I have to say, but I just want you to know that I think it's pretty. I think you look very cool. Like after all these fucking like I've seen you for like three fucking years, man. Yeah, like you look cool now, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Like it's awesome. So I just want to let you know, man. Like that's it. Fuck off, laugher. <laughs> I'm very new to comedy, and uh, oh. this is my third day. And I really respect the way you express yourself and be brave and like. <laughs> brave. Uh, That's right. Does it say like? Doesn't need to be funny if I'm brave. Here we go. <laughs> every every joke has the part of the truth. Me like. Uh, I, I'm a religious, I'm a Muslim, and I find it like really brave to express those like, you know, mentals, my issues, mm -hmm. and just reveal myself, open myself, be more open. I really respect that man, like you're awesome. I just, I just respect oh, that okay. man, thank well, you. thanks, that actually means a lot. Thanks. Yay, clap your hands together. Respect him with your clapter. Everybody, Arjun, Banerjee. Oh wait, silent. it's Cassandra. What? Wait, Cass has something to say. I'm sorry, Cass has something to say. I just had one more, one more comment. The awkward silence when you were talking about judging people at the, the gym, I kind of actually liked it, and it would kind of be good if you like then judged people in the yeah. audience. Mm, yeah. asshole, okay, yeah. You are an asshole. Yeah, you have a flat butt. Your left boob is bigger than your right. Everybody, Arjun Banerjee! I would love it if someone was like, your left boob is bigger than your right. Like, that is the weirdest <laughs> neg I think you could ever hear. Uh, your last comedian of the night, he didn't sign up, but he's the guy who was just talking who's super new. I don't know his name, but we know he's a Muslim. Clap your hands wildly for this guy! I don't know who he's bringing four stars on out. There was down vent. Cash spot is ready to work again. Hi, um, my name is Ali, and I'm from Kazakhstan. Thank you so much. This is my third day. I actually decided that the being comedian is my dream. Yeah. It's all started when I decided to go back to religion and change myself, change my bad habits, and instead gaining good habits. It's what, it was very, you know, it was very, very hard. Um, I came to school, and my teacher says, Ali, there's something changed in you. And I said, I quit smoking. She says, no, there is something more. I said, I quit eating chocolate. And she says, no, there is something more deep inside you changed. And I said, I got back to being religious. I'm a Muslim. And she says, why? Why? You were so much fun before. Like, I, I, I loved you being yourself. But now you have these frames kind of thing. You're trying to look like a prophet. You're kind of trying to be this pure, innocent thing. You were poor. I like the way you were. You know, I have a Meisner teacher in Academy of Art University. I'm about to graduate my MFA program. Thank you. And um, last, last year, my Meisner teacher told me, when you come to God, God won't tell you. You know, why weren't you Moses? He never tells that. He will tell you, why weren't you Ali? <laughs> and, you know, um, 
I had this like seven posts for the last 18 hours. So the, the, the previews of the fourth post was something like that. I came back to the face, faith and I started to change myself. And I found out my true self in comedy. Right. And uh, I just want to say, um, you know, like how it feels like when you start to change and you're walking on the street. It feels like the whole city changed, <laughs> right? Feels like your worldview matches with everyone's worldview. Whenever you smile, everyone's smiling. Whenever you're happy, feels like everyone is ready to shake your hand about the thing someone said about the secret, right? Well, there's a lot of opinions, but mine, <laughs> mine, <laughs> My opinion is that, okay, this microphone going down, 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 okay, I'm going up, all right, all right, so, um, the secret is, we might think that at the end we will face ourselves in the mirror, but I would say we would face the things we've done, I mean, don't we, <laughs> uh, I feel like I don't know answer. You know, someone said, like, I know that I don't know anything. So I would say just keep up in the comedy and love yourself. Um, don't, don't read books. No, it's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't read books and I love conversations. I love comedy. Guys, keep up. You, you are great. Just know that. And you know, sometimes you can take the water in the glass, say five good words, drink it. Just believe it, the good things happen after you say it's good. Thank you. Yay! Ali! Good things happen when you say they do. Yay! Thank you for your money. Yay! Thank you. Uh, so we're going to stay up there. We give you comments and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We give you comments. Hey, I think it's really interesting that your very first joke, you have a great structure. You went one, two, three, and the punchline was that you're a Muslim. I thought you were totally on the right track because people right now, it's so pregnant in everything that like, Muslims, that's weird and crazy. But like you're, no, seriously. Also, I think that it's really neat that you're getting an MFA in religion. Religion is an art. That's funny to me. It's not a science. It's in acting. Oh, in acting. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought Active you were getting film. an MFA in religion and I was going to be like, <laughs> religion is an art. That's hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then you said something about Muslim worldview, but then you didn't. I feel like you're only in it for three days, but where I would focus your writing time is like what being a Muslim is like in what's happening right now. Because this is a perspective that none of us have really heard, and I don't hear this on stage. So it's unique as uh, somewhere to go with comedy because we don't. And you started it. You did a. You did a. You did one, two, and then your punchline on your first joke was "I'm Muslim," so you're setting yourself up for it. And I just think it's a really interesting and unique new situation of premises that none of us know about because I don't think any of us are Muslim. Anybody? Everyone seems to be atheist around here. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, so yeah, it's a great place to start writing. Uh, other other comments for Ali, our new friend. Three days into comedy. Whoop to do. He's loud. He's doing microphone stuff. That's super fucking fun, and I hope you do it more. I hope I see you next week. Yay. <laughs> so you're getting an MFA in acting? Where are you getting your MFA in acting from? Academy of Art University. Oh, wow. So what was the last play you were in? Almost Maine last year. 
What, what, what was it called? Uh, Almost Maine. <laughs> Almost Maine is the name of a play. I didn't yeah. even, I've never heard of it. Was it like a Harold Pinter? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Everything seems to be Pinter. <laughs> India Inc. or whatever he does. Cool. Um, can I say hi to my teacher? Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah. Okay. And promote any shows that are happening right now at Academy of Art. Whatever you want, dude. Yeah, uh, we just have... Um so at the end of this semester, we have this musical code uh, called um, Lousy Chaperone. And my friend E. Ran from China is going to perform. He's really funny. Uh, he's gay. And um, I don't find any obstacles because I would say he's the one of the person who understands me more and we respect each other so sincere kind um, I want to say hi to my teacher Peter Gray Lewis he's amazing the best Meisner teacher and oh my to my oh my god yeah and to my teacher uh, Lena Hart for Alexander Techniques I just love Academy of Art it's the best university in my point of view but let's be real it's my point of view thank you yay <laughs> Everybody put your hands together for Ali. Oh, wait. Just uh, Angela. Oh, Angela. Angela Weaver. Yay. Hey, everybody. Uh, before we're all done, does anybody want to say shows that they're in upcoming again? We have five minutes left in the podcast. If you'd like to get up on stage and talk about any upcoming shows you have, we can just run through it. Um, again, listen to Cassandra Inglesby on Sunday, FCC Radio from noon to two with Luke Sawyer. Sorry. What's his name? Sir. Sour. Sour. Ruth Sour. Yeah, sweet. And um, go see Angel um, at on the 13th at uh, Milk Bar and then at Cobbs on the 22nd. We've got Casey Fields. He's going to say some stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm just playing. Um, no, it's cool because it's like my second book show ever. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to be playing at uh, Simple Pleasures Cafe on Tuesday, April 3rd. Sweet. It starts Simple at 8.30. Pleasures. Come on down. It'll be fun. 8.30 free show? I'm not sure. They never sure. actually told me. All right. Well, cool. Simple pleasures. Go see Casey. Fitz. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else? Uh, listen to Flat Black Plastic every Saturday from noon to two. It's my favorite show on the station. All he plays is vinyl. Every week is amazing. Go into his index because every single one of them is unique and insane and incredible. So if you want to have your mind blown and just listen to badass shit, it's super. They're children to him every week. Flat Black Plastic here. Look in the index at mutinyradio.fm. Anything else from anybody? Are we all good? Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks to Jonathan for being over here making the new night playlist and to everybody who came tonight. Uh, hey, everybody, go do your jokes somewhere else. Yay! <laughs> Why do you insist on nothing the life bring out of me? Yes, I know you're the person, the person that took time with me. Just give you the right to expect your life from Swimming through a sea of podcasts. 
are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> everybody listen to the weekly review with roman every friday from noon to 2 p.m this is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program we interview community organizers activists and artists we talk about ways you can take action right now so listen in to the weekly review every friday from noon to 2 p.m Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well don't even worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you gotta do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. That soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. 
Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. A shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. 
I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com There it is. You're listening to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday here. Thank you here for listening. We're going to finish up with the happy hour open mic, and then we're going to get into a hell hat. It's going to be great tonight. I have a lot of gifts for the audience. They are 420 friendly. I made gummy bears today with weed in them. So I know what. So, like, figure out what we're talking about in the... uh, Every hell hat basket has a theme, and if you figure out the theme, you get gummies. So you just gotta yell them out. But we're gonna finish out the happy hour with Easter Fun Basket with your special host, Avalon Erie Diamond. Give it up, yay! That was Pam Benjamin. She is a fucking badass. We love her. Um, All right, you guys, give it up for your next comedian, Mr. Xavier Campos. San Francisco, what's up? Man, you guys look really, really good. I love San Francisco. I think San Francisco is full of beautiful people, man. I really do. Um, I actually just came back from L.A., and I feel like they pay to look this good, guys. So well done. Well done for real. You know, actually, I just spent time in Orange County. You know, people in L.A., they think they're better than you. People in Orange County, they know they're better than you guys, okay? So don't even ask. But you guys really do look good. I think I would follow each and every one of you on social media. All of your pictures would be liked about 4 a.m., right? 4 a.m. is like that weird time. Like, did he stay up late or wake up early? I don't know. No, no, I, right? It, it happens for sure. And I'm sorry that I did it. You just looked very cool. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I do love San Francisco. Um, it's, and I, I kid social media, I do. I think that it's uh, really, really great, right? I love the way that they promote it, right? Stay connected. Be connected to your friends, your families, your loved ones. And I think it's good at that. I really do. Uh, what do I think it's better at? 
Well, first of all, guys, thanks so much for asking. I can tell we're going to be really, really good friends, right? No, no, I think it's better at keeping track of, and I don't mean in the way of like, oh my God, big brother, they're after me, Whoa, right? Um, I will say it's a little weird that every time I look at a pair of shoes, it follows me around for like a month and a half, but that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I've actually been using social media to keep track of my ex-girlfriend, but guys, guys, it's not what you think, I swear, it's not to get back with her. Things ended really, really bad, so I'm just trying to track the exact moment she changes her hair color somebody was like that's when you're in the clear you know I had almost stopped when I saw a nose ring but I got some people together and we're like no no you got to wait it out a little bit longer yeah we as a group decided once the hair has died so has the memory of you right <laughs> No, no, it's it's actually for uh, it's for the better. I was in a really bad relationship. Uh, I hated getting in fights, right? Uh, who likes to fight in a relationship? I don't know if you guys are familiar with like this move, like showing like the front and back of your hand. Um, it was like I was getting in a fight with a magician or something, right? It was like, as you can see, there's nothing in my hand, and then ta-da, something to fight about out of thin air, guys, out of nowhere at all. I was like amazed, you know, in the back of my mind, like like I'd be engaging the fight in the back of my mind I'd just be like how did she do that right like and I don't know if you guys have ever seen like this like they like they get so mad they grab something out of the air and then show you like their nails it's like is this your card <laughs> no um like uh living in the bay is crazy man i'm actually from southern california i don't know if you could tell like that's why his voice sounds like that right <laughs> you're like oh wow this guy's really committing his life to a horrible matthew mcconaughey impression and i just do not get it <laughs> it's like hey you got any beer it'd be a lot cooler if you did you see what i mean this is just my life this is just what i'm working with you know the other day i got into an uber up here and um it had signs all over the inside of it and it said vocal fry and it had a big circle and then an x through it what i wish i would have said was oh boy you're about to be in for it instead I got in there and I was like, what up? <laughs> he immediately looked at me like he just wanted to kill me. And um, what I should have said was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But instead I was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> No, no friends. <laughs> it's no, it's okay. I'm getting this one guy in the corner and I'm loving him for it. Living in San Francisco is really, really strange though. I will say that you have the most fit older people that I, I've lived all over California. The most fit older people I've seen all through the state. Like every time I see an older person about to cross the street, I don't know if they're about to cross the street or fuck up the 100 yard dash. Right? I don't know if you guys seen it. It's very much like... And they just cross the street. It's never anything too crazy, but they just cross the street. And you know, I'm, I'm new up here and I just uh, found a place recently. There's a lot of slashes when you're looking for a place in San Francisco, right? It's like your bedroom slash kitchen slash bathroom. <laughs> You know, um, I had my first place up here, there was no, uh, like there was a gap between two walls and they just stuffed a bunch of tissue paper and it would just blow like that in the wind. And that acted as my AC slash proof I was living a sad, sad life. Right? <laughs> you know, I think the hardest part about sharing like a small space with somebody is like keeping the bathroom clean, right? And I had like, I would always get into like these tidbits with my roommate James. And uh, I got really passive aggressive. I was like, you know, what? I'm just not going to clean it for a couple weeks. I'm going to see how long it takes him. And a few weeks go by and then he comes up to me and he's just like, hey, Xavier, you know, like, uh, I don't know if you know this, but the bathroom's gotten really dirty. I was like, yeah, 
it, it really has. And he's like, I was wondering if you could just go in there and do your thing. And this got me so, so mad. I don't know if you guys can tell or not, but I'm Mexican. So this just really struck a nerve with me. I was like, do your thing. What does that mean? And I'm like, I'm working out just exactly what I'm going to say to him. And I noticed there's a little envelope on the sink. And he's just like fucking off in the next room, looking out the window. And then I'm looking at the envelope. I'm looking at him. And I open up the envelope. I notice there's a little bit of money in there. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm getting really, really angry. I'm working out just what I'm going to say. And before I do... Guys, I just picked up the Clorox and I started cleaning the bathroom. Thank you so much. You guys are a lot of fun. All right. Good job, Xavier. Good job. All right. We're bringing up our last comedian for the night. Um, this has been really fun, you guys. Thank you so much. Um, you guys have been great. Uh, okay. You guys ready for him? All right. Give it up for Mr. Jason Mack. Thanks for uh, having me on. I kind of walked in a little bit later. I appreciate it. Um, I haven't been on stage in a while. Wow, this is awesome. Uh, getting older is a bitch, though. I, I noticed that I had, you notice I have like a little Band-Aid on my, my ear, but I noticed I had this mark, and it kept, it wasn't healing, and it kept bleeding. And so I made an appointment with Kaiser, and today they sent me to the dermatologist. And this young girl comes in, and I had to, uh, you know, put a traditional smock on, you know, take your, all your clothes off because she's going to, you know, inspect you from head to toe. And, and I don't know how many of you have been to the doctor as a man. It's one of those, it's those fearful things to have like some random lady that she's going to, you know, fully inspect my body. And she starts going, you know, looking at my head really closely. And, and she's got to be 35 years old, attractive at the same time, which even makes it worse. And she's going down my back and she sees some spots and she's like, oh my God, those, are, and I go, do I have anything that you know, looks out of place or anything, anything strange? And she's like, no, no, you just have some of these wisdom spots. And the first time I'm like, wisdom spots, my ass, like, what are those really, she's like, aging spots. Those are aging spots. She's like, yeah, but we try and be PC about it. Um, but the, the part that is she's inspecting and getting lower and lower, and I have the smock being pulled down lower and lower, uh, and getting closer and closer to an area, and I'm thinking to myself, no, please don't let her have to inspect that area. Tell me she's going to pass over my nether regions down here. And of course, she pulls up the smock, and the first thing I want to say is like, hey, hey, don't worry, I, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm not a shower, I'm a grower. I'm not a shower, I swear to God. Um, but that, that was awkward in that moment. Um, <laughs> But I figure, like, that's the worst it can get. Like, you know, you figure you go out and, you, you, the only time you see somebody naked is generally if you've been in a relationship or you have a one-night stand. And in this case, I figured it was, it was as bad as it possibly was going to get. And I, anyway, okay, whatever. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, but it's, it's crazy getting old, older here in the city. Like, I just recently broke up with my girlfriend, and I have some, some buddies that, uh, some younger friends like, dude, dude, you got to get out. And like, you know, man, there's a, the cougar scene. And I was like, dude, you can get out. Just get back out there. And I started thinking, I'm like, at my age, like my cougars are like 75 years old. <laughs> I'm like, what a dick. Like this guy, this guy, his cougars are getting him. He's getting like iPhones and nanos. I'm getting government savings bonds and silver dollars at this point. <laughs> like, you know, year long supply of Werther's candy. That's fucking great. Um, but also my friends, I feel like I'm one of the last Mohicans. 
and most of my friends have gotten married. They moved to the East Bay. They're all in the suburbs. They're having children. And I get these random calls from buddies of mine. And it's like, dude, I'm in the city. Dude, I'm in the fucking city. I'm in the city. And I'm always like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm doing my thing. I'm sitting on my couch eating some Ben and Jerry's, you know, watching the Discovery Channel. Like, no, you got to come out. We're going to the strip joints. It's going to be amazing. I'm like, I don't care. The strip joints are down the street. I see them all the time. Like, no, check this out. We have free entrance passes to this place. And the women are completely completely nude and you can touch them. I'm always like, what time are you picking me up? But it's not like I go to their town. I don't go to their fucking town. I'm like, dude, I'm in fucking Pleasanton. I'm in fucking Pleasanton. Yeah, get your kids. We're going to the Costco. The little Filipino lady who serves the free samples is fully clothed and you can touch her. Afterward, we'll get Applebee's. The park will push your kid on the fucking swing. We'll be in bed by nine. Um... What else? Uh, I work with like a, a, a mixed group of people, but a lot of younger people uh, at a tech company, go fucking figure. And this guy who's roughly my age, I started growing my, like just wasn't shaving or anything. And he's like, kept saying to me like throughout these, like, dude, what are you a hipster now? What are you a fucking hipster? I kept like, no dude, just fucking I didn't shave. He's like, kept nagging at me. And finally I'm like, listen, just shut up. And I got, I got a fucking cold sore. And he's like, Jason has herpes. Jason has herpes. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. I'm a hipster. What? Um, yeah, so the Me Too campaign thing is, is, is huge. And um, I did my part the other night. There was this young girl walking home, and I stopped following her. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, fucking A. Being bald is, people like scared to laugh at that. Oh, that's not fucking, oh, that's touchy. Who cares? Um, how do you recover from that? Uh, it sucks. You know, the funny thing is about being bald, I find like I start to look like every other bald guy. I don't know, you get the same thing. Like somebody like, yo, hey, give it up for Bruce Willis. Yeah, fucking give it up for Moby. Moby's in the house. Yeah, oh, Gollum's here tonight. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, yeah, you know, the other day someone's like, hey, man, someone called me like, hey, dude, you look like uh, uh, Mr. Clean with AIDS. You know, I'm like, thanks, I appreciate it. Um... So uh, what else do I want to leave you with? Um, yeah, the dating scene is kind of crazy, this online kind of shit. And this girl was like, hey, you know, um, I just want you to know, Jason, that I'm going to go out with you, but I'm not going to sleep with you on the first date. I'm like, okay, what about the last? <laughs> That's my time. You guys have been great. a cautionary tale um i was uh, i was in line for the movie theater the other day i was in line to get the ticket and um behind me in line were these two little people yeah this couple right and um i looked back and i was like you guys if you want why don't you borrow my trench coat one of you can get on the other one's shoulders right and then you only got to pay for one ticket Awesome. Okay, this is what I found out. Uh, little people don't like awesome ideas. That's the first thing I figured out. Yeah, figured that out. Uh, also figured out that little people have like average-sized person anger. Did you guys know about this? Totally.
totally thought it was proportional, but no. I'm Mary Diamond. Thank you so much, you guys. The calling and the bearing of the land. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, Vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> everybody listen to the weekly review with roman every friday from noon to 2 p.m this is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program we interview community organizers activists and artists we talk about ways you can take action right now so listen in to the weekly review every friday from noon to 2 p.m Mr. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me fine. Every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So they don't 
you gotta do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll from some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen specials. Shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy, Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 12th 
1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com to be a comic it's not as easy as we make it look but that's because mutiny radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs strain those improv muscles every sunday from four to six at getting sketchy with david stolowitz press out those new jokes every monday six to eight on joke workshop with four minute sets and four minute critiques from everyone get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday 7 to 9 with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. D. You want more open mics? Fridays 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. Asiento. Come in after work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. 
are here at Mutiny Radio. Yeah, the door is closed. That is even better. I can do jokes to Anthony Medina. That is so exciting. And I always know when a magic joke lands when I talk to David Zanzukersher. One of the ones that does, yeah, does not get enough props. I cannot give enough gummy treats. I made gummy bears today that have weed in them. They are exciting. They are 20 milligrams a piece. They are tiny. And that is real. That is the thing I did today. I feel real good about it. It's funny because it's like, oh, how's your art going? And I'm like, I'm making some good gummy bears that I can't sell anywhere. So that's, I have a bunch of hobbies that will never make money. Yay! Comedy is so cool. I love Mutiny Radio. Everybody's hobby is so important. It's a Friday night. I did I did put a lot of time into tonight's show. Uh, it's a hell hat, sh- hell in a handbasket show. Not just a hell hat. The hell hat shows I sit in a corner for two hours and write down whatever comes into my head. And people are like, why is it always about cats? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> welcome to my show. But tonight I actually put together a bunch of pictures and they're great. I didn't actually want to deal with the baskets because I'm trying to get into the 21st century. So I put them on the iPad. <laughs> So we can all see the pictures that the three comedians who were booked on the show didn't show up for. So we're going to have other comedians who showed up who are awesome be in their places. But uh, the other cool thing is that each like round this time has a theme that no one knows about but me. And whoever guesses the theme in the audience, these throngs of audience, I was going to give them the weed gummy bears that I made today. I made so many. I Yeah, I fucking figured, you know, fuck this podcast. Let's talk about weed. Let's talk about, so I've been dealing with weed in fat for so long because weed is fat soluble, which most everybody knows, which is why it lasts in your system for 22 days, even if you have like a fucking drug test and you're like, well, how many days do I have to work out and sweat? And the problem is that weed is fat soluble. So you have to burn that fat so it gets out of your system. Yeah, Jake Silverman, he knows about burning fucking fat. This guy knows, I was talking about THC and how it's attached to your fat and you gotta burn the fat so that if you have a drug test. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So I've been dealing with the weed gummy, I have weed gummy bears for you. I just figured this out today and I'm a genius. I'm like, haha. I also have this other thing I made. It's weed Thai coffee. (laughs) If you guys wanna drink some of that. Get fucking high. Yeah! We did it last night. We had a, Everyone's texting me today. They're like, I had a really good time last night. I don't know if it was the open mic or the weed coffee. I'm like, clearly it was the weed coffee, you weirdos. I love weed. Uh, so tonight is a hell in a handbasket, though. And when you're... Oh, look, yay! I know the comedians aren't here, but the audience showed up. Yay! Uh, you remember Jake Silverman from Portland, Oregon? Uh, grab those weed treats out of the back and let's just start everybody eating them like crazy. You know what I'm talking about? What? 
He's returning from the first Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. He's back, and he's like, there's still nobody here. Yay! Isn't that funny? But there are 40,000 people listening, right, people? Yay! Thank you so much for listening. When the comedians get in, I really did, like, make it together today with, like, there's these things, and you're going to scroll through them and be all, like... We just have to get another comedian in here and we'll be fine. We can get going. Get Jay, someone get Jay Wook in here and we can fucking start it up. I could, I could tell you guys a joke I've been working on lately. Um, we all, isn't our first lady the cutest? Isn't she? She looks so good even when she frowns. Like she is so pretty. Melania. Melania? Melania. How do we pronounce her name? Do you guys know? Melania. It's Melania. Good. I don't know how to pronounce her name because she never speaks. <laughs> she speaks four languages. French, Italian, German, English. Just talk in one language, sweetheart. I'd love it. What are you going to say? Anything. J'aime mon vin. I love wine. Yeah, I do too. Let's get with Jesus and be together with this little shit. Uh, what a lovely and amazing looking lady she is. I don't know which country she's from. It's either Slovenia or Slovakia, but both countries border Hungary and she is starving. <laughs> you know what I mean? She is so skinny and pretty. She is starving. Third wife, eyes down. Yeah, come on in, Casey. Yeah, Jay, come on in so we can start the show because you're the other person on it. Yay. He is so ready. This is very exciting. So Jake Silverman coming from Oregon thought that he was going to do his own material. Nay, you are on the hell hat. Ha ha. I mean, hell in a handbasket. So we have these hand baskets I usually make people deal with, but I tried to like get 31st century here and I have them all on the iPad. So it's going to be crazy. I know. So if we could, so here's the way it works. It's just like chopped, except it's with comedy premises. Okay. So the first set has four comedians, Jay Wook, Anthony Medina, Jake Silberman, and Jay Savory. And you're all from different places. You're from Texas. You're from Portland. You're from here. You're from Sacramento. Ha <laughs> ha. And you all have to touch on the following four things in your sets. And you get to have the iPad with you. Here we go. Okay. So number one is animal style fries. Okay. There they are, animal style fries. Number two is a cat that has been shaved in a beautiful or horrible way. <laughs> Number three is a chocolate lab that says all foods must go to the lab for testing. <laughs> Number four is floaty potato. <laughs> okay, so. Before we start, do any of the people in the audience want to guess what the theme is? Because you get gummy treats with weed in them for knowing what's happening. Here again are the things that the four comedians are going to be dealing with. Floaty potato, which I think, I think it's, what are they called? They're uh, manatees. I think it's a manatee. Floaty potato. All foods must go to the lab for testing. It's a... Black Lab eating a burger. There's also a cat shaved in a deliciously horrible style. And then these fries. Cancer? Animal. 
what is the no it's the answer is not animals what is the answer what is the theme behind everything here these fries this cat this dog and this thing no one can figure it out I actually gave you the answer before I started what is the does anyone know what the what was the first thing what do we call this that that is the name Anthony Medina wins the fucking treats yes he does all right so but these four comedians are gonna have to go up Jake Silverman obviously isn't gonna go first because he's gonna go potty but in your set you have to mention these four things animal style fries this cat (laughs) a dog and a floaty potato. See how they all work together? All right, so it isn't gonna be Jake Silverman first, but I think we actually we should bring up the, the hero from the last, uh, yeah, you're gonna go up first, fuck yeah you are. He, he won this at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, up with people from other places and amazing states. He beat out Mikey McKernan, who everyone says is not funny, but that is what his own, <laughs> It's his own, his own bumper sticker. His, uh, uh, his own bumper sticker says he is not funny. So I think it's a gag. I don't understand his jokes. But your first comedian of the night is going to, he's going to deal with his past beauty and wonderfulness and kill it right now. Everybody from Sacramento, Jay Wook. <laughs> In no order. God. That's like a bad dream for a fat guy. <laughs> right? You got this, uh, whoa, I went the wrong way. Pam, don't go the wrong way. Don't go the wrong way. Man, I don't know about you guys, but uh, Steve Jobs, before he died, okay, he talked about this floating potato thing, the manatee. Did you guys hear about this? He said it's most likely the one animal that can read our thoughts. We need to fucking kill manatees, man. I don't know about you guys. That's a pretty good superpower. I don't know how think, you think you could do better, you know, but, I mean, maybe it'd be useless in a manatee, right? I mean, how many manatee attacks happened last year? One. Yeah, one. Do you guys know where it happened? Santa Cruz, yeah, yeah. True bro fact, it's a true bro fact, all right? The attack was, it assaulted a woman. So again, can you get behind my cause of killing the manatees? Come on, guys, they can read your thoughts and they're assaulting our women. Give it up, come on, or you like that. All right. Fuck, I would love to go animal style all over this pussy. I don't know about you guys. I grew up with a jazzling, bedazzling, and this is like pizzazzling and like a motherfucker. This looks like uh, if Pikachu was no longer VR and it just became real and shit. And then Dorothy was like, who the fuck ate Toto? Look at that, dude. It's a T-Rex. You guys remember Land Before Time? You know that shit's never fucking ending. My kids Googled that shit. They're like, oh my God, do people ever exist? Yeah, this is the guy Spike. Yeah, he talks slow. It's kind of a real, real aggressive movie, if you ask me. Sorry for the tangent. I apologize for wasting your time. Please proceed to check in and be a dick. Um, let's see. I don't know about you guys, but the cutest thing in this picture right here is that there's no fucking baseboard around that door casing. 
I'm sorry, man, but these are some people that don't give a fuck. They don't live in any coast. They don't even know what a Beezer home would be, or they don't even get what a condo is. It's like, is that an apartment, like, attached to another apartment, but just on the ground and not a trailer? You can't move it. That's that kind of construction right there. <laughs> All right? I mean, and this dog, he's like, finally. You know, because you know his white trash-ass daddy makes him hunt duck, like, 24-7. And his dad doesn't pay for a permit. No, he does it illegally. So he's like, finally... His most guilt-free meal is a fucking McDonald's Big Mac. Yeah. He hunts illegal duck because his white trash owner makes him. You know, get, I'm sorry, man. Everyone donate a dollar tonight, please, for this fucking dog. This place, please donate, donate, everybody. Come on. All right. Oh, it just turned off. The next pick. Oh, wait. Fluffy potato. There's the dog. There's the pussy. Animal style. Somebody surfing. Hey, I love you guys. Sorry I was a little short, but thank you so much. Jaywalk dealing with the new... It's hard for old people to deal with technology. I get it. It's like everything used to be physical in a basket, and we picked it out. We're like, this is a thing, and we talk about it. And now it's like, it's not a thing, and we got to squish it around and swipe it right. There are children, they've given them books, and they they do this with it. They they try to they try to make it bigger. They're like meow. They don't. It's not. You can't. Not everything has a. It's cool. These kids, right? I never thought I'd say that. And at 43, I'm like these fucking millennial bullshit kids. Right? Like today, I was cleaning out my the end of my bong, like the, my stem part or whatever, and I was cleaning it out, and I felt so old because I threw it away. <laughs> like, I didn't save it. Remember when we were young and we cared about weed? Remember we were like, that resin is important. Like, what the fuck? I'm claiming all of that and I'm re-smoking it into something and getting high again. Now I'm like throwing that bullshit away. Weed is ubiquitous to me. I love the future. Who is not? Are we all in the future together? Is everything cool? Is are there some is there some weird black market thing that's actually taking like are no that couldn't possibly be true. <laughs> It's too, it's everywhere. You don't even resin these new kids. They don't even know what that means. They're like, oh, clean your pipe. What do you mean you, yeah. All right. So the theme here is animal style. <laughs> it started with the fucking fries. Here's the thing that we all need to change. San Francisco is an unchangeable place. We all know this. There's homeless people. We don't know what to do with it. But there is one problem in San Francisco that we can change. There is only one in and out in San Francisco. And it's at the motherfucking wharf. It doesn't even have a drive-through. And what I'm saying is in this seven by seven fucking mile wonderland of joy that everybody believes in, we have one fucking in and out. We have to go to Daily City to get our fucking in and out. I say to Together, we can change one thing. Fuck voting for mayor. Vote for another fucking in and out. Christ! Right? I want to eat! Cool. 
I'm so I want to make like a thing and start it and but the problem is that they're owned by one family so you can't franchise it no one can make money off it I know Christians underneath their fucking shit John 316 and Leviticus 2012 but Leviticus 2012 is actually my favorite Bible verse it's if you sleep with your father-in-law you should both be stoned and I totally believe that you should totally be stoned when you sleep with your father-in-law also my ex-father-in-law looked like Barack Obama so he's kind of hot so I was gonna sleep with him anyway yeah all right so we have our next comedian coming up he's gonna deal with these four issues put your hands together everybody for Anthony Medina thank you fam I appreciate that shit uh, if anything, the, yeah, the animal style uh, from in and out and it's Christians, right? It's all like fucking owned by Christians, and now they put up a verse that's saying, uh, don't, if you sleep with your father, you should get stoned. There's a lot of sexual tension in the Christian community, y'all. <laughs> all right? It's in and out and they want, they give you animal style, but you gotta ask for it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It's a fucking secret, you know? And I was like, I remember the first time, like, uh, first time also too with guys that grow up in LA, uh, hearing about animal style is always around from other guys, all right? <laughs> Which isn't always the best, like, shit to always listen to, like, get all your sex advice, where it's just like, what the fuck? Why, why are we all just here talking about animal style and all we got is dicks here, all right? <laughs> it's like, what? Like, how do we stretch it in basketball? I don't know. I'm not too sure. In fucking high school, they used to fucking uh they, like they used to tackle us and like fucking uh, they get a cone they want to put it up our ass and shit and i was just like yeah i was like god damn it y'all that's why we kept on going back to in and out because it made the memories uh, surpass all right yeah? uh but if anything though uh the second one was uh what's it called uh yeah look at this shit's like uh wait maybe i think i i just been like uh smoking so much oh my all right here we go uh this the first thing that came into my mind with this cat right here is the fucking uh y'all see that transformers the age of extinction or some shit like that yeah i'm like god damn they're fucking going crazy with these transformers now and shit huh you get to fucking be an animal like a cat i'm like what the fuck if anything it kind of throws me back to like the whole uh power rangers the original one and shit right, at least the american one because america rips off everything else because that shit was in japanese but uh funny fact Fun fact, uh, half of the original cast is dead. All right, y'all. <laughs> Childhood stars up in the motherfucking house. But at least, like, you know, this cat has a better life than all the fucking uh, original Power Rangers right now, y'all. And the little rascals as well. Because those motherfuckers went through a lot of shit right there, too. It's, uh, yeah, because uh, as a kid, I always wanted to be, like, a child star and shit. But then now looking back, I'm so glad I did it. Because uh, I would have been extremely fucked up, y'all. Uh, as far as this one right here, first of all, like, it, I, I, like, I don't get why it has to be a black lab, you know? Why can't it just be a lab, you know? And it's like, like if, if you're a white guy and you try to own a black lab, I think that should be illegal, all right? Because, <laughs> like, next thing you know, you're like, oh, what do you got? I'm like, oh, I got a, I got a black lab. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, huh? Like, no, Chad, no, Chad. Uh, hey, the, the crazy part, too, is that this original meme that was, like, copied, uh, only thing is it had a human in it all right because <laughs> humans are the dumbest animal of them all uh <laughs> which i'm surprised pigeons live off of them so for so long and shit and then let's see what else all right going back and forth and shit oh manatees and floaty potato I mean, manatees are making a huge comeback i think so you know like they're in the fucking tv and shit they got their own geico commercial now uh just like what the fuck can you throw me a man tea all right nah uh, that one's kind of weird uh <laughs> 
but if anything though like uh it's crazy too how like uh you know this uh, the animal style mentality of life and shit because like you know your mind just goes to very dirty places when he hears those two words together where it's like yeah like you could either do it to food or during sex it's all pretty greasy all right <laughs> well night my name's been anthony Medina. thank you so much appreciate you around animal style extra of four points obviously for that rad excited your next comedian all the way from portland oregon i'm sure he has do they have in and out in portland oregon they don't have it oh i can't wait hot takes on fucking california in and out everybody all the way from portland jake silberman yeah um yeah, we don't have a lot of shit in Portland. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, two things we don't have. in and out and black people are the two things we don't have in Portland. Um, so I've uh, actually never heard, is it animal style fries? Like, that's what, it's like a style of fries. What is, what is this? Oh, this is an in and out burger thing? Yeah. Oh, see, dude, this is how ignorant I am. No, I didn't. Yes, this is this. So, does In and Out Burger have a bunch of secret shit for? Yeah, oh yeah. It's a whole culture. It's a whole. It's a cult. Jesus Christ. This is like what we have left in America. It's like, yo, like, I know about that secret shit though. Like, at least I have that. Like, I don't have any health care, but goddamn, I know shit about the secret menu. <laughs> Honestly, knowing secret menu items is just like, this is how the, like every, the poorest people are like, I can at least be better than somebody. You guys are all, you guys have something over me because I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right, this cat shit. Um, I, you know, man, like I, people love their pets. Um, and I think like at some point it's like, like I'm seeing this girl right now who told me uh, to my face that the only thing that would bother her about life is if her dog died right before we fucked like there's no like i was just like oh okay well this is tight and uh i don't know the the human animal connection i never really had it i didn't, i don't really like pets i don't really want to be around a fucking thing i have to take care of and it's weird when you have a well like a child i understand it's the same species but like putting this much love like i here's the thing i bet you this person who owned this cat has a fucked up haircut like i bet you <laughs> this person doesn't do shit with their hair and they're just like well i can do it with my cat <laughs> all food must go to the lab for testing yes uh this person who made someone who makes this joke like likes picking up dog shit you know like that's just this is like a dad joke who also is like dude dog poop is fucking cool man dad ass jokes all right again i was ignorant i did not know if floaty potato is also a meme that's been going around or like how, how did you guys you guys all seem to know about this before oh you didn't oh you acted like you did i was like fuck god damn it's called acting <laughs> I call it lying for my part, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's 
humans are a weird species because like we make cute shit out of things we're like actively making extinct like we're just like yeah this is like look at this i can look at it online now this might be smiling to you but it also might be choking on a fucking beer ring and it's just like Ugh. like please please fucking kill me i have no home left i also have cancer because you dump your fucking beauty products in my home um yeah I mean, we're savage. Like, if we are animals, and the animal styling of this earth is fucking straight savagery. All right, thank you so much. Bye bye. basket works that's how it works hey welcome everybody yeah there's supposed to be a door guy but he didn't show up tonight we'll 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 definitely fleece you for ten dollars at some point we'll like hit you we'll be like we'll pat you down it'll be cool it'll be great you can move those treats you guys actually can have the treats everyone can eat one if you like they're um they're f- 20 milligrams a piece there. Um, it's Jonathan's birthday, so I made gummy bears as like party treats for people. So, yeah, so <laughs> happy birthday, Jonathan, and welcome to the show. We're definitely going to fleece you for your $10, but you also get those great treats, so you can grab them right now if you want. 20 milligrams each. There's two gummies in each one, and each one has 20 milligrams. They're in little bows. Aren't they cute? I got, I got little, I got little things from Daiso. They're so darling. Oh, I have more containers in the back. Don't worry, don't worry. It's all good. No, it's all good. We're all good. You guys are in the middle of uh, the Hell in a Handbasket, which, which I'm very excited about. We are ready for our comedian. He's going to do the last one on these amazing four pictures that exist uh, from our first round. He's all the way from Texas, so what a treat you're in for. Everybody, put your hands together for Jace Avery! Yes! Hey, how's it going? I like how nobody was probably surprised that I'm from Texas. <laughs> just a giant man. <laughs> just looks terrible. Hey, guys, it's great that the audience is here. Now I can just steal everybody's riffs that they did. Just recycle. No, I got to just so you know, I got to talk about these four things. This is not like just my notes. That's not a weird thing that I do to go through it. So I feel like everybody already did all the riffs that I wanted to do. <laughs> So I'm just going to use that as an excuse when I lose in the first round. I was also hoping, I was also hoping everybody did much, much worse than uh, they did. Also, please don't get too high. I did yesterday a show. I'm in town, so I'm trying to do as many shows as I can. Yesterday I did a show at a dab bar. Which I did. Urban Farm. Urban Farm. I didn't know if I could say it. If I didn't know if you guys were like a competitor or something. Urban Far, West 10th Street, very good place to get just mentally ill high, if you want. People were legitimately, like, it was a good crowd, but I went up and people were legitimately so high that they were just all having panic attacks. Like, I literally, I literally tried to talk to one guy just to, like, get him out of his haze. I was like, hey, man, how you doing tonight? And then he, he just had eyes like the, the devil, just red like the devil. And I was like, hey, man, how's it going? And then just a snot bubble just, like, burst out of his nose. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no way you guys are ruining all of your lives right now. There's no way, there's no way you should take this much weed and be a productive person. Okay, let me figure this out. I, 
I also got it. Hey, look at that. Okay, so the first one, animal style. That's the, that's the thing. I, I live in L.A. I'm from Texas originally, but I live in L.A. I feel like you, you, it's probably better that you guys have one in and out because you appreciate it. I don't give a shit about in and out. <laughs> At this point, we've got, uh, we've got, because we've got legitimately 25 in and outs. I have an in and out across from my gym, and it's, it's legitimately ruining my life, because I will do, I will get my fat ass on 25 minutes of elliptical, and my knees are just exploding at that point. And I'll be like, you know what, I burned 100 calories, I should get in and out, and then I get the lettuce burger, which is just like, at that point, you're just doing low calorie heroin at that point. There's no point in getting the lettuce burger. Fagin, uh, is the surfing, is that the wrong way? Okay, the, all right, this is a shaved cat. Somebody already mentioned pussy, which, you know, of course you got it. You see a shaved cat. My 12-year-old mind is not going <laughs> to save shave. No, but I just I shaved my pubes for the first time. A 27-year-old man, I thought I needed to try out new things this year. That's my self-care is trying out new things. I shave my pubes. Worst decision of all time because now I'm just convinced I have herpes at every waking moment. <laughs> It's just a thousand knives growing into my dick at all moments. It's not good. Uh, this, is a me this is a meme of a dog. All, m all food must go to the lab for testing. I hate that I like this. <laughs> I legitimately, I legitimately, as soon as the show this, I'm going to go look this up and I'm going to send it to my dad. <laughs> Cause that, yeah, that, that's the only way my dad, like this is a meme from like 2007. I would watch this and then like just drink a bunch of Mountain Dew as a, as a shitty 17 year old. But this is like, my dad is just getting into these level of memes and he sees them and he takes pictures of them off his computer screen and he sends them to me. I'm like, and I'm like, he, he's trying, I work at an internet company. So it's like, I'm like, oh man, that's as much love as you could give me. <laughs> Is learning to take a picture of a computer screen and send it to me. It's a floaty potato, which I'm assuming is another type of meme. People like to say potato a lot, which I don't. I don't get. The Manti reminds me. I went. To, I took the bay ship thing because why not just be a, a terrible tourist? And we saw a bunch of manatees, and then I just uh, we went to the Bay Bridge. I thought about that documentary where all the people killed themselves. I don't really have a funny point about this. That just really bummed me out. I was watching the people walk by, and I was. I took a little bit of weed. The dab. I think the dab uh, bar got me a little high. Yeah. I respect and then I carried it into the next day and then just got like I saw like little ant looking people walking across I'm like man life is just so fleeting <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's probably a good way to end all right thanks for listening everybody bye so excited this is actually the first time in hell in a hambastic basket history that all four comedians have been so hilarious that they all make it through to the second round yeah i say no hands up against it jay walk has done it before he did it during the comedy festival and i usually make them put their hands up against the thing but because the four of you didn't see all four of them it's just not fair so it's not fair to judge because obviously jace avery was fucking hilarious but you missed jake silverman and anthony medina and jay wook so we're gonna give you an opportunity right now so the way that this crazy shit works is that there are these pictures uh on this crazy uh thingy here all right here we go 
the next theme, and when you guess it, if you guess the theme, you get more pot treats. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Prizes for everything. But this time, this time, not edible ones. This time, it's a lip gloss that has weed in it. Are you fucking kidding me? No, that's real. Every time you put the lip gloss on, it's called Green Army Cosmetics, and you should look it up on Facebook and be their friends right now because they are amazing. Uh, but there is real lip gloss that you put on your lips, and it makes you high, and it's amazing. And you just have to figure out the theme of the next group of photos. They go like this. Oh, first I'm supposed to... Is, is Jonathan in there? Who's in there? Oh, okay. I just... Someone needs to go... George, will you go get the Jesus picture, and will you bring it out for us? So the very first one... So the very first one is literally... Uh, an enormous picture of Sparkle Jesus. <laughs> this is this is the first thing. You just have to mention, oh no, he's amazing. Who doesn't love, I know, Spark they tried across the street, they wanted to buy this off me. They were like, because they actually believe in, yeah, they were like, what the fuck, this is Sparkle Jesus, right? So the first thing you're dealing with is Sparkle Jesus. The second thing is, this picture that says, fuck off, Jesus, get your own heroin. And it's a picture of Jesus holding a guy. Uh, he's trying, to, I think he's trying to get him off the heroin. I don't know what's happening with opiates these days. The next one says, and then Republican Jesus said, only feed the ones who pass the drug test. <laughs> That's, he's holding up 12 loaves, two fishes. I mean, two... Five loaves, two fishes. And then we have, and then we have this beautiful thing, which looks like a powdered substance going from a small angelic child's face into Jesus's angelic face. Oh, that goes in the next one. Oh, that's right. The fifth thing they have to talk about is one of your relationships with Christ. So we have to, they, well, right, so they just have to, that's their choice when they get up here, all right? So we have five things they're gonna talk about. Sparkle Jesus, Jesus doing coke with a child, Republican Jesus drug test, fuck off Jesus, get your own heroin. Uh, those are the things you're gonna talk about. And someone, and there's a, there, so this is very new here, there is a, uh, what's it called? Crowd work. I know, I've been a comedian for seven years. I forget what it's called. There's a crowd work involvement thing here. Some, one of the things you have to ask or deal with someone's relationship with Jesus Christ. We're going to go in the opposite order because that is only fair. Going up first, everybody, Jace Avery! Shit. I know you're supposed to I know you're supposed to say something funny before you drop the mic not just flub it like a real butterfingers uh, we got to, I had to take my jacket off that's how out of shape I am I was like I'm getting too sweaty about this so we got to talk about Jesus I'm from Texas so I uh, I grew up in a cult like I really did so this is very triggering to me I take this as a complete personal attack but it's just like, literally, I, I'm looking at all these Jesus clips, and I'm just uh, being like reminded of horrible things that are not going to be funny <laughs> whatsoever. I'm just like, oh yeah, that kid who killed himself. Uh, oh yeah, that, that 
like going through that. I'll talk about the glitter Jesus. Uh, everybody, you know, you want to talk about Jesus being gay. Everybody has that bit about Jesus being gay. You know, the 12 apostles. He wasn't married. He was a carpenter obsessed with wood. Everybody gets. My, my process for this competition is just to do every joke topic somebody could do and say it's hack. And then I'm like, you got nothing, huh? What, what, what about that? <laughs> All right, I'll go back to the iPads really making me nervous. I think you got to... Okay, so we got uh, the first one. Is the first one the one that says, fuck off Jesus on it? Okay, so it says, fuck off Jesus. <laughs> Get your own heroin. Uh <laughs> I knew a lot, because I grew up in Texas in the oil fields, I knew a lot of people believed that Jesus had did heroin, and now they're dead. So, that's the funny part of that topic. No, meth is a really big problem in Texas, except it's not even like, you guys probably have like a, you guys seem like a heroin city, right? Am I wrong about that? Well, the, the guy actually like told me, he's like, we, we talked to a bouncer, and he's like, we're like, what's the advice for a city man? He's like, oh, just look down when you walk, because there's shit everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we were like thinking maybe a, like a plane place to go eat but that's a good recommendation okay so we got republican jesus and then republican jesus said only feed the ones who pass the drug to see this is a meme i would send my dad if i wanted to make him angry one day this would start a fight about gay marriage and like i said this is not funny because it's very sad that people grow up in these environments like my, my granddaddy uh, well he's dead now another sad thing but my granddaddy when he was alive he's a piece of shit so it's not that sad uh, when he was alive he would post like religious memes all the time and we had to we had to take his Facebook account away from him because one day he was posting pictures of naked women on Facebook every day and I swear you're not going to like the reason why uh, we, we, we called up we're like granddaddy why are you post all these naked pictures because he was like a judge for like 30 years and he's the deacon of a church we go granny why you post all these pictures and he straight up was like well i read this article on the on the news that if you post a picture of a naked woman on facebook and a muslim person sees it they have to kill themselves so <laughs> that's i don't like the naked pictures but i got to fight the war <laughs> And we were like, we were like, all right, Grade A, what's your Facebook password? He's like, one, two, three, four. And we're like, all right, we were taking the Facebook away. <laughs> it's funny he was a D because he also did cocaine for like 10 years before he was a D. He left my grandnanny, like she just raised kids for three years, then he came, but he like fucked a bunch of people in Mexico. I uploaded a set about him on YouTube and my aunt got real mad at me. <laughs> This is, I'm just getting triggered. Oh, and a personal relationship with Jesus. Does anybody have a, di a better, oh, that's just the crowd. Uh, does anybody have a, a different, non-sad relationship with Jesus? Anybody at all? What is your, you seem like, a, you seem like you would do well in church. I, I mean that as a, I mean that as a compliment. I really do, because you seem like a nice person. You seem like you have a good heart on you. You could be, you could be bad. You could be a sociopath. I don't know. But did you, were you, were you raised religious at all? Oh, yeah. What, what uh, denomination? Oh, uh, we've fucking Methodist. I wasn't even... A, yeah, you guys are... I wasn't allowed to watch... Did you watch Methodist Man growing up? <laughs> it was a superhero called Methodist Man, and he, he fought um, bad people who were always brown for some reason. Uh, and I was not allowed to watch it, not because it was racist, but because we were not Methodists. We were Church of Christ. They were like, you're not going to watch that bullshit on my watch. All right, I think I ate up way too much time. I'm sorry, but thanks uh, for listening again. Bye. Jay Avery dealing with Jesus. Great aplomb. Yes.
Jesus, drugs, and, and crowd work. Yes! Your next comedian, all the way from Portland, how he's going to deal with these issues. We'll find out right now. Jake Silberman! All right, yeah. Uh, it's a good time for Jesus right now. He's about to come back to life uh, in imagination land. Um, I'm uh, I'm Jewish, so my relationship my relationship to Jesus is what that uh, we killed him and constantly got blamed for it. Are you knocking her elbow because you believe that's true? <laughs> finally, finally they're admitting it. God damn, we've been waiting for you to admit it. Just once, one Jew every day just admits it, and then you know. You, you guys will finally have your way. So that's just crazy. Yeah, I don't know the whole like. Um, I always thought it was fucking like weird that there was like fights amongst different sects of Christianity. Cause like you guys fucking know you run this shit, right? Like why? <laughs> it's like an oligarchy. Just like agree that you have small differences, but definitely like control everything. Like I was a Jew who grew up in Minnesota. All right, there was like one. I was the Jew of the classroom, and so I'd be like, "You guys want to know about latkes?" They're like, "No, not really. Like, <laughs> there's no reason to." Um, the first thing I was struck about this picture is that that looks like me as a child. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like any like at some point any hard drug user has thanked God for the drugs that are about to go in their body. So this is very, very appropriate that Jesus uh, is involved in this. Um, and then Republican Jesus said, only feed the ones who pass the drug test. Yeah, uh, right when Christians hate when you use the religion against them, but they love to use it against other people. It's a weird thing that uh, works that way. Um, we're all gonna die. Uh, <laughs> And some of us will go to heaven. Isn't that weird? Like, do you, I won't, I won't. Do you believe that, uh, are you Christian? No. What is your religion? Good. Fuck yeah. I mean, does anybody go to church in this town? Like who, how could you go to church if there's dudes naked outside with cock rings on? Like, I don't understand. At some point you're just like, all right, let's give this town up. Like we gotta go. Right? Like San Francisco, I don't think is a winnable town for church people. You're just like, fuck this, dude. Even the pastors are probably doing anal in this town. Like, there's no, no fucking way. Fuck off, Jesus. Get your own heroin. Um, it's nice to believe that someone would even try to save you from heroin. My brother was a heroin addict for a number of years. And I don't, as a Jew, we didn't believe anybody was coming for him. So it was, we were just like, uh, you know, it's that it's weird. Jews, Jews, if they die, there is no afterlife. You just kind of wait around for the Messiah. But I think that's the Jews' way of being like, "There's probably not shit after this. Uh, just deal with it by pretending that sometimes someone will save you." Um, I kind of thought this was like pimp coat Jesus. Like I look, this guy looks like he might have, and he did. Didn't he have like a harem? Didn't Jesus fuck at some point in his life? I don't know these stories, guys. Like. <laughs> Your, your made-up stories that you all pass around, I have no idea. I have no frame of reference. I never went to church. Um, he was kind of our enemy. I hated this guy for a long time growing up. And then I was like, oh, he's not real, so it doesn't matter. Why am I, why am I hating a fucking figment of my own imagination? Um, I think I did it. I think I, I I've, well, let me, uh, do you, did, you, did you go to church ever growing up, man? You did. And what 
gang of it were you in? <laughs> like, yeah. Presbyterian. Now, what the fuck does that mean in, in like the larger, like what slight difference in the Bible do you disagree with this guy and this woman about? They have a lot of beef with free will. They just don't think you have it at all. Presbyterians don't like, oh, okay. Oh, that's kind of actually a big deal. All right. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah. When you start digging, you're like, yeah, we actually can't fuck with these people. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then it, you're not. So it's like even more fucked than Who's going? Oh, so you're blameless. Oh, nice. So anything you did is forgiven? So Presbyterians can do anything they want, and it's like, yeah, we're still going to heaven. Oh, that's, what a fucking great, god damn. Jesus, all right, thank you guys. It was easy, yeah, fuck yeah. I would be a Presbyterian if I could just like... <laughs> If I could do anything and get away with it, that sounds fucking dope. Um, all right, well, that was me. Thank you so much. Jake Silverman, yay! He believes in everything or nothing. It's hard to tell. Ha ha! Your next comedian, what a funny guy he is, too. I know that he has jokes about talk, seeing Jesus all the time. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Anthony Medina. Yeah, you see the Mexican, you're like, Catholic? Oh, it's over, y'all. This round, this round's over. I, I am uncircumcised, so I'm even breaking barriers there, y'all. That's for Dasher, all right? If anything, uh, I like to call this portrait uh, questioning of the second coming, because if you came to this twice, you're probably gay, all right? Because <laughs> you got to go through it first time, be like, is this shit happening? And then you do it the second time, you're like, yeah, all right, all right. That, that porno from last night also helped out, too. Which, uh, and like growing up Catholic, uh, like that's the thing about as a Mexican, you, you come out of your mother's vagina with Catholicism all over y'all. They, they fucking bless you in holy water right there and there. And then you have to clean up after your own mess. Uh, not only that, like uh, it was tough to masturbate in the Catholic household because Jesus is everywhere looking at you like this, y'all. All right? Imagine trying to masturbate and you're trying to think of sexy shit and then this motherfucker keeps on popping back and it's like, God damn it. And then I also... Uh, I also was a, a what was, it, was like the altar boy. I was an altar boy, y'all. Uh, but don't worry, only my heart was touched. All right, all right. So like, uh, <laughs> if anything, I went to uh, hockey with one of the priests and stuff, and it was pretty cool. You know, like I, I don't have any hard feelings for him. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. So let's get into that shit. Oh, I just noticed that Jesus is behind him. Like. <laughs> I, I thought he was like to the side of him like it's like hey we're in this together he's like nah motherfucker take this hit alright if anything if I I would like to say that Jesus is the first drug dealer ever in civilization right there alright cause come on water into wine what the fuck are you fucking you're fucking killing me and shit what the hell it's like and this is how you believe alright <laughs> oh I'm going the wrong way there uh, and the Republicans just said it's funny thing too uh, uh, the Democrats also have something like this and it's also a shitty line, all right? Because <laughs> it doesn't matter what party it is, there's assholes on both sides, all right? Well, yeah, exactly. Not my president. I think I've heard that from both sides, all right? <laughs> and then a funny thing about this picture right here with like the, looks like they're doing cocaine together. Uh, if anything, uh, it, this picture is also in all the offices of uh, Big Pharmaceutical, y'all, all right? 
Because <laughs> remember, hey, if Jesus can do it, anybody could fall for the ploy. All right. Uh, <laughs> Okay, and then, uh, and then the last one, it's oh, with the uh, okay, a little bit of crowd work and stuff. All right, uh, on average, uh, scream out what age did you really stop believing in your religion? If you just if you stop believing it, okay, so uh, if anything, everyone's a little bit all over the place, you know, like if anything. <laughs> It's all about how long you were drinking the wine, y'all. You know, they're giving fucking wine to kids. You know, like, why, why are you giving alcoholic beverages to fucking children out there and stuff? And then like, at least like they have like a like how does Presbyterian work? But do they have like sacraments as well or? They do, they do. So is there seven as well? Uh, seven sacraments. No, there's no seven sacraments. Okay. <laughs> they do the. I was, Presbyter- I was Presbyterian too. You do the yeah. communion. And then, and then, uh, Methodists, uh, do they have sacraments or something like that? No, you know, oh shit. See, cause like the only thing I think about with the seven sacraments is like fucking, uh, the seven, uh, like, uh, the, what's that shit called? Where you're all like uh, the anger, uh, le- what, what? <laughs> seven deadly sins and shit. So I was just like, God damn. I wonder if they were like using the opposite shit in order to fucking make you like, just kind of get into it. You know, like that reverse polarization. It's kind of like why when you go on Facebook, uh, you're depressed more. All right. Uh, <laughs> Cause that shit is scientifically proven to make you that much more shit. That's why it's like, uh, if anything, uh, let's give it up for the original propaganda religion. <laughs> but if anything, uh, if you're going to believe in something, believe in you, y'all. All right? All right? So, and think about it this way, too. Like, a majority of all religions uh, believe the devil and God, right? So, like, but think about it this way, too. Uh, if there was a God, would there be no devil? Or vice versa, huh? So, if anything, I'm just saying, like, next time when you're masturbating, use both hands. All right, y'all. My name's been Anthony Medina. Peace. I do use both hands when I masturbate. I do. I do. It's true. It's true. No. Well, and this is this is a cute story. Uh, when I was when I was I had just turned five, and I had a friend named Valerie Duda. I don't know. She might be married now, but we were both five at the time, right? And I brought her into my room, and I remember the wallpaper was yellow, and it had these big flowers on it. And I was trying to teach her how to masturbate. I was like, you put your fists together like this, and you lay on your tummy, and you do this thing. And she looked at me, and she was like, I don't get it. Can we play with Barbies? And I was like, okay, sweetheart, yeah, we can totally. It was one of those moments where I was like, am I an... I'm I'm five years old and I'm old so like what is that if you say that to yourself is that like you're already it was a who knows it was <laughs> Valerie Duda didn't get it uh it's cool I still that's the thing I still use two hands I still masturbate on my tummy so we <laughs> we I mean that's the I mean we don't want to get into this I, this is the first time in hell, ha- hell in a handbasket history that I've wanted to see all four comics be in the finals, so they're going to do it. So we're just going to, instead of giving him 10 minutes, we're just going to shorten the time, but we have 10 pictures. All right, so here's what we're going through. See if you guys can figure out. Did you not go up? Oh my God, I'm such a.
a dick. You didn't go up. Oh, no, I thought we'd already done it. Yeah, no, you got to do the Jesus shit. Hey, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Putting the Jesus shit up. Everybody, put your hands together for Jay Walk. Sorry, I thought I got an automatic second round fucking draft, all right? Fuck you guys. I've been here, done that. I'm Tom Brady. I get mad pussy, all right? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. All right? Which brings me to religion, all right? You guys ready for a journey? You guys want to go on a journey? Yeah. All right, because I'm already fucking there, so just jump, jump in with me. It's going to be great. <laughs> the question that I heard was, when did you give up on religion? I was like, fucking nine. And that was right when my parents got separated, go, aww. And then we were at church, and I'm the first bitch who cries, and then my sister cries, and my brother cries, and my mom cries, and guess what? Nobody reached out. We're crying in the middle of fucking mass, go, aww. Guess what? This is actually really hard for me to say, but it's fucking really cool. And so I then proceeded to walk out and my entire family followed me that we came with. And I never returned to religion again because I really feel that the meaning of all that shit was that was my community that I chose. I chose to be on there, there that day, that everything. And all those people that also chose the same thing decided that we weren't worth reaching out to and I can't get behind shit like that. But anyways, aww. So, tell me why your fucking religion is so great. (laughs) We don't have seven sacraments. I mean, seven deadly sins. What's in the box? Get your shit straight, son. Next. I love glitter Jesus. I love glitter Jesus. I mean, I really do. This really makes me think that Catholic shit's hella real, though. For real. I don't know if you've ever seen an Irish Catholic, you know, fruit. Right there, guys. That's it. That's it. Like, Channing Tatum's like, I jerk off to that. And then I'm like, all right, Channing, let's go, dog. Let's listen. All right, fuck you. Don't judge me. I know your religion's hella good. Methodist, woo! What's in the box? Yeah. All right, let's turn this fucking thing on. I'm sorry. Now I'm upset because I like, now it's like, oh, now I'm not because now I'm doing Coke with Jesus. Like, I really feel like if I was, like, with all these Jesuses, that's what you call a flock of Jesuses. Jesuses. All of them, right? But you can only have one have your back in every situation. Like, Coke Jesus would be my, like, 70% Jesus. I'd be like, Coke Jesus, we got to roll. Coke Jesus, I got to drive home. But I'd be like, hey, Coke Jesus, I'm in front of, like, this, like, kind of like a glitter Jesus crew. Uh, 